Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. (laughs) Jeff has made a life of being himself, and look what it's got him. He's on a TV show at 1230. You know what they used to put? Beep. At that time. Jeff Lutz. Here's why I've gone vegan. It's not really like the milk or the eggs themselves. It's what milk and eggs are put into. If you ask me, that stuff rots your brain. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Stand by for action. Here we are again, a Friday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show, KFH Radio. Happy to have you along. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, your co-host, Max Bauer, is producing and engineering the show, 869-1240. That's the IHOP hotline. Our last day of uh, music dedicated to girls. Our last day of, uh, what, the week? Yep. Our last day of, give me another last day. Uh, I don't know. What's the matter? Are you flustered already? Hot, tired. You were off yesterday. I'm not really tired, but I am hot. You were just off yesterday. I know, it's glorious. What'd you do? I had a doctor's appointment. Had well, appointment. Yeah, well, how'd, how'd that go? You don't like going to the doctor. It wasn't uh, It wasn't the doctor doctor, it was the meds doctor. Oh, well, there you go. You back on them? Been on them. <laughs> Stayed on them. <laughs> funny. Why it's is that funny? I don't know. It's painful how, how much I uh, laugh at my humor. It uh, is. I agree that it's very painful. Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to just let it roll. Had to get my car in. How'd the car? How's the car looking? No, who, who knows? About time for a new one, isn't About it? About time for a new one, but we got to get a new roof. What? Yeah. Hail damage? Significant. Well, that's covered. Most of it. Yeah, you got to pay the deductible. But they'll come out. They'll whip it out for you and get it uh, get it done. We got a new roof. We got the water back on. We got a hole in our camper. Uh, Hail hit you big time. It did. Hurt the cars at all? No, I don't, none were parked there at the time. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, hail can be very destructive. We had some big hail, apparently. 
and nowhere else had it in the world at the time that Apparently our, not. our house got hit. Did any of your neighbors get hit? Not that I uh, have heard about. Of course, you'd never go around and check. No, no. Like the neighborly man you're supposed to be. I would never. That's correct. Well, I don't understand that. Hey, neighbor, did you get hit by the hail? Eh, they'll be fine. You know, neighbor, no, I didn't. But thanks for asking. You know, our house over there uh, where we live, it's a nice little house. It's fits us everyone has comfortable space and room and everything the house next door has a shed a huge shed huge shed for their camper which is huge so these people are living in a different lifestyle than you us. mean across the street or down no, the next road door. well d- down next door is quite a ways well, away right you know, north of us or whatever well i mean you, you know you built the house you want yeah i'm happy with our house i'm just saying you could always build a shed. Not like this. Well, I mean, it This depends. is like a house-sized shed. Well, a lot of people have house-sized sheds. Well, we don't, and we never will. I remember what a big deal it was in my little modest uh, home in Derby uh, back in the day when my dad built a shed. Uh, and it was just a place... That was a big could... deal in Derby? Well, it was a big deal for us because we didn't get many new things, and uh, my dad just went out and built a shed. Um, I was thinking about my dad last night. I think about him a lot. The man could do virtually anything. Is I that mean, right? anything. Uh, his dad must have raised him very well, or I don't know. But the one Why thing do you think about he didn't pass that the along. The one thing my dad did not have was patience. So when I when he tried to teach me to do do things and I didn't pick it up immediately, he's done. Rather do it himself. And that's kind of how I am. I'd just rather do things myself. Yeah. I don't know how to do a whole lot. Uh, but I've made it 68 years. That's kind of the situation we've run into, especially with the water over the last week. My wife, she wants to take care of things, but she's very polite and nice about it and she gets stepped on a little bit and she's not treated as a priority so then i gotta step in and make sure things get done and i don't really like doing that well sometimes you gotta step outside of your comfort zone i mean 15 years ago i would have loved it you know a confrontation why not now i'm not that i'm not that kind of guy anymore i don't want to be anyway maybe i still am but it's not my goal to be that i hate confrontation but sometimes you gotta confront to get things done uh, this is a dog-eat-dog world out here. I get it. You want water fixed, you got to go to the right people, and you got to demand it. Well, that's what I did. Well, good for you. You want to know what we got on the show today? Sure. What's on tap? Brent Kimnitz, our friend, joins us at 225, going into the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame, and probably the most positive person in the history of Twitter. He has a good Twitter. Oh, no, I mean, he's the most positive person in the history. Well, I don't know if that's true or not. I can't make that well, statement. Well, every post is positive. But he, have, he has a nice Twitter. Do I have a nice Twitter? Not really. What's wrong with my Twitter? It's not as positive. Well, I'm just not as positive. There's nothing and wrong that, the, And the guy that I see on Twitter with Brent is not necessarily the guy I've known for 40 years. Do you think you could pull 40, that off? When did I first meet Brent? Uh, 1980, thereabouts. So 43 years, whatever it is. Do you is. think you could pull that off? No. D- being Mr. Positive just no, on sir. Twitter? No, sir. Really? Could not. I know myself. I mean, I can be positive. I'm positive about a lot of things. 
I pull it off on our League 42 Facebook page. That's all positivity. As it should be. Uh, what do you think of that? I'm consistent with it. You, you follow our League 42 Facebook page. I'm pretty consistent with the posts. I uh, share information. I, 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 I think it's vital to have a daily, at least a daily post, especially during our season. Of course. Do you look at the videos we do with the kids? I've looked at some. Not much of a, well, can't say I'm not much of a video guy, but on Facebook, when there's videos on the posts instead of the reels, I just usually kind of scroll. But it's nothing personal. Well, what do you mean? What do you what do you what do you mean about reels? Facebook reels. I go look at those sometimes. What are those? Just short little videos. I can put one together for League Forty Two. Yeah. How would I do that? I assume you just because uh, it's at my phone's ask me. Yeah, I'm just so we'd say yes would be. Well, what do you do then? It just posts to your reels. Well, I don't know what that means. I don't know that you might as well be speaking German. I, I have no idea what that means. Well, I don't. I've never made a reel either, so I can't like say I'm the expert. But I know that it's possible, and that I know that you can figure it out. That I do know. Well, I mean, someday I'll I'll dive into that. But right now, I'm just kind of happy posting my videos, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, Brent Kim is coming up at 2:25. At uh, 2:45, Vahe Gregorian from the Kansas City Star will be our guest. Uh, we'll talk some Royals and some Stadium and some other stuff with Vahe. Uh, and then at uh, 3:25, we'll have a guest from the Wichita Open. That tournament up and running today out at the uh, Crestview Country Club. And at 3.40, our guest for five questions, Shannon Boone from the Orpheum Theater. That's correct. Uh, what do they got going on at the Orpheum Theater? Well, we'll find out. You don't know? I haven't looked at their schedule today, but it's not like uh, I can't do that, and then I probably will. Uh, the U.S. Open out in L.A. at the Country Club. Did you happen to – I'm starting to – Gain a little more appreciation for the golf course. I kind of uh, had some fun with it yesterday. The scores are too low. I like the U.S. Open because the players struggle, but did you happen to see Lionel Richie's mansion no. running up against one of the holes at the uh, L.A. Country Club? I did not. My goodness gracious sakes alive. That's all I got to say. Nice little oh. abode. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, he's got a lot of money. I heard he rented it out this week for a million dollars. Really? Can you imagine that? I, I I can't even imagine that. Well, no, I can't really either. I can't. I mean, you must be, like, stupid rich to pay that also. And then the Playboy Mansion is close by as well, and it makes Lionel Richie's place look like uh, a little two-bedroom shack. Well, Hugh Hefner has had more money than Lionel Richie. But both guys who did pretty well uh, in their lives. Did you ever take Playboy magazine? No, I never got it either. Did you ever take it? <laughs> well, I may have taken some, but... You took one? No. <laughs> uh, there was a day when I subscribed to Playboy magazine. I'll have to admit it. Oh, I found those. Uh, I'll be the first to admit it. 
No, I did take yours. Pro- probably about. Did you really? Mm, I tried to leave them back where I found them. That's terrible. Why? That's awful. Remember our house on Longfellow? Probably about a three year, three to four year period where I took Playboy magazine. Used to have some under that little couch that great, backed up against writing. the window. And uh, I tried to make sure those were in the right. Great writing. <laughs> okay. Well, they were. I, I did enjoy the, the interviews. Well, the likes and dislikes and things like sure. that. Yeah, me too. Uh, but anyway, uh, in the U.S. Open, Wyndham Clark is two under for the day. I stayed there last week. After a 64 yesterday, so he leads uh, in a three-way tie with Ricky Fowler and Xander Shoffley, both of whom have yet to tee off today. They are all eight under, which is crazy, right? pretty low I, first two 62s in uh, u.s open history you let my joke that was hilarious go right over your head and i really don't appreciate that i didn't find anything funny about it i stayed uh, at the wyndham clark last yeah, week yeah i didn't find anything in that <laughs> no offense i mean you tried I'm a little offended you gave it a shot i mean i just didn't find it humorous and I'm not a guy that's gonna gonna do much unless I find something humorous, which is usually your stuff. I like when uh, you're looking up something and you're distracted, and you say things, and they're just run-on sentences that don't make any sense. Like just happened. What I say? Exactly. You don't even know what you're saying when you say it. Ricky Castillo leads at 11 under, out at Crestview Country Club. Well, good for Ricky. So. Good luck to those guys. I don't have much to add to that. Yeah, you know, well, I'm very interested. I'm I'm very interested. What can I say? And I'll get I'll look in more detail. Dodge Kimmer uh, begins his round today at two sixteen. So any minute, uh, the former Wichita Independent golfer uh, will will start his round at six under. Yeah, and he's uh, he had a nice round one. It'd be nice we if had, he could keep uh, that going. We had Hayden Springer on yesterday telling a really uh, heart-wrenching story about his daughter uh, who's uh, doing well at two and a half years old. Uh, Hayden Springer, who's also six under, starts his round, should have started, 2.05 tee time today. Well, maybe he's not through that first hole yet. Well, we don't know. So we'll keep you posted, and we'll have a guest from uh, the Wichita Open coming up at uh, 3.25. You know, the energy I got yesterday from Duda was really good. It was? And, and today the energy from you so far is not there. It's, it, it, we got good energy? When does oh, that happen? We got to pick it up. I get used to Duda, and he's right there. We got Canada talk. We got energy. Uh, we're, we're, we're picking it up, man. Mm, okay. See, that's what I mean. Mm, okay. Well, what do you want me to say? Well, I, I just want I energy. I was bored to tears by yesterday's show. Is that right? Oh, I was. What what bored you? <laughs> the opening conversation. I didn't make it past that. What was the opening? I, I don't know. What did you guys talk? I don't about? remember. I think you talked golf. You were we talking talk golf, golf, and that uh, that didn't do anything golf for me. Golf doesn't do it for you. John Morant uh, banned for the first twenty five games of the NBA season. Although the players' union is going to contest that. Um. You know, waving a gun around in your car once and then doing it twice, uh, you're sending a terrible, terrible message 
uh, to especially kids, and there's a lot of NBA fans who are kids, very impressionable. Uh, John Morant should count his lucky stars for being suspended only 25 games. I don't really know how to feel about that necessarily. That's over a quarter of the season. That's a big chunk of the season. He should thank his lucky stars. Okay. I'll take your word for it then. I don't have a strong opinion on it either have way. Have you ever thanked your lucky I thought star? It, probably not. I thought it was dumb that he released a statement. There's no need for that. You got ah, They're always going to release a statement well, that they stop had nothing releasing. to do with. Uh, yeah, that was either the Grizzlies or his personal representation. And he looked, probably looked at it and said, yeah, whatever, send it out. Uh, and and that, that's how cynical I am about that stuff. Unless they show me a video of him actually sitting at a computer keypad, keyboard, and typing it out, I don't believe any of these people put out their own statement. Well, I don't even care about the I apology. Do. I do. Uh, here's what I think I would be impressed by. No, I'm not a shut-up-and-dribble guy, and I'm not meaning that this is what that's supposed to sound like. But you're suspended 25 games. Don't We don't need to hear from you until game 26 and show up and prove that you've uh, put the time in and the thought and the effort and the work. And hopefully, if you feel like you needed to improve yourself, you've done that. I don't mind hearing and, from him. I just don't want I would If I'm going to hear from him, I want it to be genuine. I want him to sit down in front of cameras. Well, he tried that, and that wasn't genuine either. Well, then don't don't ish me don't don't give me a, a written statement, right? Don't do that. It means nothing. Just don't do anything. I got nothing from that. You want to you want to do it the right way? You do it the right way. Or in private? How about that? I apologize. Yeah, private, fine, whatever. I'm not hung up on it. You are hung up on it. I think that's why we're talking about it. I'm not hung up on how he issues an apology. You know, don't. Uh, the apology doesn't mean a whole lot, uh, but I knew you knew it was coming. the The thing is, I'll get back to the lucky stars. He should thank them, because I thought it'd be a fifty game suspension. Twenty five is a lot. I don't know. There's no real precedent, I guess, outside of the Gilbert Arena situation. But he had a gun in the locker room, and I think he got fifty games. So that didn't rise. What would happen if you waved a gun in a video? What would your employee, employer do? I don't know. I have, no, I, I have no idea. Because I would never, I don't even own a gun. I've never yeah, held a gun. Even if you did. Never held a gun. Don't know the, the corporate viewpoint on having a gun in a video. Just no rep, point of reference for that whatsoever. Anything related to guns? Well, I'm not asking if you held a gun. I'm saying but I don't. If you I'm did. saying I don't know. But you. But that, that's not, that has nothing to do with I you. I can't actually grasp having... the seriousness of my me holding a gun. I just don't know what even what even that would mean. I don't know what that would mean. Are you, and are you out of your mind? Have you uh, held a knife? Make it a gun. I mean, I, you but know, I don't know. I don't have a perspective. Have on you that. held a billy club? No. Have you held a, a, a weapon of any kind? Not really. Really? Why would I need a weapon? You've never had a knife in your hand. Well, to cut things. Well, right. Food. Right. So you've had a weapon in your hand. I don't even hand. think I've had an ice pick in my hand. What if you started waving that knife around? Then I'd probably be okay. What if, you waved, what if it was a gun? I don't know. You can't make the stretch from knife to gun? Well, I, my, my job 
isn't really in the public. I guess this is. I don't know if Tony Deucing, if there was a video of me waving a gun, that he'd say you're off the show. Well, I would. You'd say I'm off the show? Yeah. Why? Because it's a bad message. What if you? What if I showed a video of me hunting deer and I shot a gun? Like, well, I wouldn't want to see that either. But oh. I, I wouldn't eliminate you from the show. Well, I would but never. If you're waving a, a gun around, I don't. I don't think I want you on Speaking the show. Speaking of animals, and this is a serious question because I take it seriously. There are a bunch of beetles, right? Out, uh, especially in the early morning when it's dark. Out at KWCH, these little brown beetles, I don't know what uh, species they are, but they're always on their back because they've been blown over because they're so light. And I try to move them back over onto their legs. Is that worthwhile? Should I put these beetles? (laughs) On that note. I'm serious. uh, On that note. I'm serious. That, folks, is the end of the Bob and Jeff show. (laughs) I want to know. We've had a good run. Uh, We've enjoyed this interaction with you, our listening audience. Can you just answer the question? We have enjoyed every moment of it. Max Power has done a whale of a job. Except that part. Tony Deucing, our program director, thank you for your support. Uh, Brent Chemnitz was going to be our guest next. I'll ask him because he's positive about stuff. Uh, We'll be back. Nah, maybe be back after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
don't think you're out of your mind. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. I hear mariachi static on my radio. Songs about a girl. The musical theme of this week. This is one of my favorite artists, Warren Zevon with Carmelita. Rick Kimnitz joins us. Uh, that was that song ever in your jukebox? Yeah, you, you have to ask him. Is one of one of your hymns? That's the first time I've ever heard that hymn. So I would say that's <laughs> not in my jukebox. It's not with Probably Looking not. Glass or any in George Strait. Easy Come, Easy Go, uh, The Spinners. None of that stuff. Yeah, what a what a great jukebox you had back in the day. Uh, Brent Kemnitz with us, former longtime successful Wichita State pitching coach, going into the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame. I don't think it has anything to do with uh, your uh, exquisite run as shocker pitching coach. I think it's your performance on Twitter that finally got you in. Oh, 100%. That definitely pushed it over the edge. I mean, I am like <laughs> Twitter – I remember you guys called me four plus years ago when I went on Twitter in disbelief. And honestly, I was in disbelief myself, but now it's kind of an amusement for me. I just look for Twitter opportunities and yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a guy that uh, is one of the better Twitter follows in, in the nation. So if you could pub that up, that'd be beautiful. Yeah, I believe that Twitter brings out the worst in just about everybody, but somehow it's brought out the best in you. How did you manage to do that? Well, I refuse to get in the weeds with people. I mean, when I see people, you know, start going at it, it's it's amusing to me. It's comical for the most part. Some of it isn't, but it's good because I can promote Wichita State things going. And as you guys know, I, I I have an ability to laugh myself, so I don't take things too serious. But uh, it, it's like, hey, just everybody's beautiful. And when I do that, I kind of like think I'm probably tweaking Bob a little bit. So that kind of adds to it when I'm like giving love to everybody because I know Bob's going to say, yes, everybody's beautiful. That's wonderful. Yeah, we love we love everybody. We all know that. And uh, that's just a fact of life. Brent Kemnitz, our guest. Uh, just an amazing career as Wichita State's pitching coach, now in development for the athletic department. Uh, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not uh, campaigning to get into the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame myself, but if I were going to go in, it would have been fitting to go in with you and Ricky Ross, right? I mean, what what in the world? Uh, I mean, that would have been that would have been just perfect. You know what, when you put out the initial statement, you know, letting people know I was in and giving some love to Ricky Ross, I could not have been more in agreement about Ricky Ross. When I came to Wichita in August of 78, it wasn't too long after that that I caught wind that we had these these seniors that were superstars in, in college, or excuse me, high school basketball. We got Antoine Carr, and the other one was Ricky Ross. I followed Ricky Ross around watching him play and absolutely fell in love with 
you know, him as a high school basketball player. So when I found out, I looked at the list, and it brought a huge smile to my face when Ricky Ross, obviously I was thrilled to go in, you know, myself, but to go in with Ricky is a huge thrill. He's probably going to think, who is this old man that keeps on his picture taken with me? Because don't think October 1st, I'm not going to be getting photo ops with me and Ricky. But just, and I agree with you. Now, I have said that Connor Frankham's right there with him as my favorite ever. Uh, but there's so many. But uh, Ricky, Ricky and Connor are my favorite, too. Brent, when you uh, left the baseball program and went into the, to the athletic office, were you like, yeah, this is something I can do the rest of my life and, and still get to represent Wichita State and I'm perfect for this? Or were you skeptical? Did you did you initially embrace it? How did you kind of uh, approach that when it was going down? Well, I was excited for the opportunity. I had some people, Crowball, reaching out to me, and I had, you know, some colleges kind of picking my brain to see if I was interested. And I made the statement at the time that, you know, give, give me a year with this. I think I'm going to like it. I remember at the press conference, I said, I'm excited about this, but I'm also scared to death because for 38 years, I'd only been pitching coach. So when I got into it, I, I absolutely loved it almost from the outset, and it's just continued to grow. You get out to see people. You travel with basketball. You don't have the stress that you have as a coach. I was able to see my daughter's events you know, through high school. So after about a year, I remember going to Darren Rabotright and I said, hey, I'd like to keep this job alive. I'd like to keep this position going. And he said, well, you know, everybody, everybody likes you and you're doing a great job, but we're paying you about three times more as a pitching coach than you would get in development. So you need to kind of see if that's what you want to do. So I'm thrilled to still be in the game. Forget the money. It's going to work every day. Enjoying what you're doing. You get out and see people. So, yeah, I kind of looked at it like, you know what? I think I could do this. And it certainly played out that way. So you're only making about 400 k in this job, huh? <laughs> yes, exactly. Instead of several million, I'm trying to live on about a million. And that's not easy to do in Wichita. But I, I'm thrifty. And, I, you know, I, I try to cut out coupons and things like that to get by. Uh, absolutely. So you, we've seen a, a lot of change in the athletic department over the past uh, year, and especially over the past few months with major hirings in men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball, softball's taken off. There's lots of fundraising activities happening, including a major softball fundraising campaign. Cessna Stadium's to being torn down. I just drove by there for the first time today. What an odd look that is. Uh, lots of things happening. This is uh, this has to be at once an exciting and challenging time to be in development and fundraising, right? Yeah, I think you framed that perfectly. Um, three new coaches, Paul Mills, Terry Nooner, and uh, Brian Green. Um, I can honestly say this just isn't a company line. I really enjoyed all three. Uh, Paul Mills and Terry Nooner, we've done some caravans, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, Hutch. So I've gotten to know them in a hurry. A lot of fun. Good guys. I think they're going to be really good coaches. Uh, 
uh, people are encouraged to get out and, you know, spend some time and meet them. And then Brian Green, it was a small sample size. It was a week ago at the press conference and then the next day. But uh, a lot of energy, a lot of charisma, uh, very thrilled and honored to be here. And I'm excited to get to know him right now. I think he's chasing down, you know, guys around the country. But uh, I think he's going to be a lot of fun. He's he's passionate and excited to be here. He, he respects our history. Uh, so I think that's a great hire as well. So my job is to just kind of promote these guys. And in this case, I can do it, you know, and fully believe it. Um, and then, you know, I have so, I wear so many hats. We I try to get to all the events. Um, and, yes, a lot of fundraising stuff going on. You mentioned softball, Cessna. Um, a, a, a lot, you know, of money to be raised, but uh, it, with Alex Johnson as the head of development and Scott Barnhart's great as the head of external and Kevin Saul, it's more of a relationships type thing. You just let people know what you're doing, let them know opportunities, and encourage them to get involved. And with my personality, I'm not afraid to say, hey, dude, just write a check. Do I have to go through it, or, or did you bring your check up? Um, I don't think I don't go there with people I'm comfortable with, but it's been a lot of fun. But yes, there's a lot to be raised. So this is a weird question, maybe, but uh, you're getting these honors now: the Wichita State, uh, the Shocker Sports Hall of Fame, the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, of course, I don't know if they would have necessarily put you in while you were active uh, as the pitching coach. But when did you kind of first start to notice that? Uh, you were getting some of the credit for Wichita State's success and that a lot of attention was on the pitchers and the pitching staff and, and maybe you a little bit. When Not that you ever sought out that recognition, but was there ever a time where you felt like you were receiving it at first? Well, early on. I mean, Gene clearly named me pitching coach. I'm 21, living in the dorm. I had pitchers on the staff older than I was. And he made me the pitching coach, and I joke with Gene, and I say, hey, I'm appreciative of the opportunity, but you just didn't want to deal with pitchers, and you thought you were going to outscore everybody. But uh, he embraced me. He empowered me. He gave me that opportunity. 1982, we leave the nation in the ERA, go to the finals of the College World Series, and just an amazing run. But I've, told, I've said this to people many times. I have never, ever felt a shortage of love, credit, whatever term you want to use, because I had a very clear job title, pitching coach. And Gene also, you know, I was his recruiting coordinator for over 30 years, did the schedule. So Gene empowered me. i got to give him a ton of credit. Now, I will say the very first Hall of Fame I went into, and me and Bob have joked about this, was 2002. It was the Kansas Baseball Hall of Fame. That was probably too early um, because I, I still had about 20 more years of coaching ahead of me. Uh, and, and Bob has said, yeah, they couldn't find anybody that could be there. So I finally got a hold of you, and you were happy you were to available. be there. <laughs> yes. I said, I remember our one friend calling me, and I kind of thought he was joking, but then when I realized he wasn't, I said, oh, and I will be there. You tell me where. And kind of a little side note to what you said, Jeff, a lot of coaches don't want to go in until after they're through coaching, and that was Gene, one of Gene's big deals. My deal was, Heck yes, I'll go in. You might change your mind down the line. I will be there 100%. And I was thrilled. So that was the first one, a little premature. But 
then I started getting some other ones. And after I retired from pitching coach, and everyone, it was a huge honor. I mean, you're kind of you're you're numb. You're on cloud nine. You're you're humbled. Check all the boxes. So that's certainly been the case. Rick Kimnis will be inducted into the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame coming up October 1 down at the Kansas Star Casino. Uh, much deserved. Uh, what else? Uh, are we going to bring back our Wichita Treasure Show this year? For, for whatever reason, we didn't get to it uh, last December, uh, and I heard a lot about it. Oh, 100% we're doing that. Do you remember last year I was on the DL, had a little knee deal, um, but we got to do it if for not, if if for nobody else other than Max Lazo. Every time I see Max, he's like, "Man, I missed that treasure show last year." So we at least know we'll have one listener, probably Bucky Walters. That's two. But oh, that shows my favorite. I'm pretty sure I don't get the numbers like you guys have, but I, I'm pretty sure that show goes viral. So yes, that's that's going to happen. No brainer. Favorite show of the year by far. Well, congratulations. Uh, I know it's a, a big honor, and you're appreciative of it. Uh, thanks, Brent. We always appreciate talking with you. All right, guys, and be easy on Jeff. I mean, Jeff, I would have helped those Beatles, too, if I was Jeff. It's just, <laughs> oh, you really? Know, you would have helped the Jeff. Beatles? Oh, 100%. And you expect so you gotta, me to believe have that. A, have a kind heart one time. I, I appreciate where your brain's at, Jeff. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brent. Uh, All right, guys, have a yeah, good day. Helping, you, you too. Helping the Beatles is fine, I well, guess. I just don't know if it hurts them more than it helps them, you know? like uh, They probably don't enjoy being touched. They probably uh, they probably can figure out a way to get back on their no, feet. No, they can't. Trust me. I'm not, I don't want to I don't want to see that. I don't want to see anything struggling. Well, that's good. That's good of you. It's fine. It's but just, it's, it, you know, don't let anybody see you. Okay. That's all. I'll try not to. Take care of the Beatles. Just, you know, don't don't make it. I feel bad for them. Well, why don't you do a little uh, video of it? Why? Do what? I mean, I'm drawing enough attention to it right here, but I don't think I need to do a video. Uh, It wouldn't hurt. Of struggling Beatles. Um, It wouldn't hurt. Vahe Gregorian joins us from the Kansas City Star, sports columnist. Hello, Vahe. I uh, I like your theme. Um, I remember the first time I heard the song, Allison. Um, and I've got a bunch of other songs about girls I could come up with if you need them, but I think you guys are probably good. Yeah, well, you, we, that would be a more interesting conversation than talking about the Royals, but uh, <laughs> we kind of need to talk about the Royals. But before we get All into right. the Royals... Y- you're not as old as I am, but has technology passed you by? Because I'm trying to figure out how to download on my phone our payroll system, and uh, I don't think I'll ever figure it out. So I'll just go without pay the rest of my life. Well, let me let me. I don't know just what you mean by technology passing me by, but I will tell you that today was a day where I had about six technological things to deal with, and it you know just because of that. I usually spring out of bed, but I had all this stuff to, in my grill, so I, I feel your pain in, in some degree or another, although I may get paid through our system. <laughs> so let's start with the Royals. They have the worst record in baseball. Certainly nobody uh, planned on that. Uh, 
everything they've tried to do seems to either not have taken off at all or, or stalled. Uh, their young pitching hasn't come through. Their young hitters maybe haven't been as good as advertised. Their farm system's depleted. Uh, man, what, what's going on? Boy, I, I thought you were going to talk about some real problems. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's really it's this crazy gridlock of a lot of things. And it, obviously, we've been thinking a lot about so many different things that have gone into this. You know, you could start with number one draft picks that is, so many didn't work out, and some of it is obviously something problematic. You have to say with scouting, but some of it is just unpredictable, like. Look at one of the 2015 draft picks, Ash Russell, I, I believe had some mental health problems and just, you know, never never really got entrenched in any way. And, and they've had so many number one picks that, you know, were injured or had these, these sorts of things happen. Um, and then you have to question development, certainly with pitching. And the thing we don't know that's right in our face right now, right, is how much um, – this young core of, of, you know, players in the field, you know, and their hitters and whether that, that really is the, the germ of the, the, the nucleus of a lineup that's going to be, you know, fair to good uh, in the next couple of years. I get that we would like to see way more out of them right now. I also understand the case where most of these guys have only been up right around a year, some a couple more months, some a month or two less. Um, it's a lot to have, you know, to try to flip that switch all at once. The problem is we don't see anything but a glimpse of moments. We see uh, a game, about one game a week where you're like, okay, if they're going to get good, if they're going to get competent, that's, that's what that will look like. And then they lose eight in a row or nine in a row. And so it's very hard to hold on to those moments. And then there's some nice moments during games, but they always seem obscured by, by, you know, something, some colossal failure in other ways that makes it so you can't win a game. Is there anything, Baje, organizationally that makes you feel like they could be on the right track and this is just the, the start of the track? Is, uh, is Quattaro – is is he a good voice? Is Piccolo up uh, in the in the front office? Does he seem like he knows what he's doing? Is is there any hope for the farm system in the near future? Does is there anything that just suggests that the Royals have something figured out? Well, there's nothing overwhelmingly saying. Look, you know, keep the faith, right? I, there, I think there are some things that you can look at as sources of hope. Um, I, I'll say this about Matt Quattraro, right? I think uh, I think he's smart. I uh, I think he's you know a, a, an important calming voice for these guys right now. I think if you think that uh, the players are the one who need to hear his voice instead of fans and media, then I think that's really good. On the other hand, I do think fans wouldn't mind hearing about a you know a, the traditional uh, you know post game. Um, <laughs> post-game meal getting overturned and somebody being furious in the clubhouse, I think that at some level this feels like his calmness makes you feel like, well, this is okay. And it's not okay. And I, and I, and I do think he's paddling under the surface in ways that, you know, 
you have to understand he's churning, but he thinks it's important to be calm. So I don't dismiss the chance that he's a really good manager. I just don't know what I right now that tells me he definitely is. Um, I don't dismiss what JJ can accomplish, but right now the burden of proof is on them. I mean, he is basically new to this role within the last year, this specific role, last year, year and a half overall. But he's been part of, you know, the, the brain trust of the organization for a while. So it's up to him to delineate what the, his leadership is and how it's different than before. And look, just to be clear, I, I, I love Dayton Moore. I love what he did for this team. Um, I think you can point to some steps along the way that Dayton wishes he had back. But um, I think now you can say pretty definitively that the Royals, you know, put themselves in this position over these last few years. And, um, you know, I'm beating a dead horse, but I mean, how they're going to get out of it, I don't know. It's got to start with a little bit of traction right here. Vahe Gregorian, our guest, we're talking Royals. We'll change subjects here in a minute. But I do have to ask you about kind of the million-dollar question. The trade deadline still a month and a half away, but lots of talk about what the Royals might do. They certainly have some bullpen, bullpen pieces that could be tradable in Araldus Chapman, Scott Barlow, maybe, maybe even some others. But uh, the elephant in the room is Salvador Perez, who stated that he loves being in Kansas City. That's where he wants to be. Uh, we all get that. He's a part of a winning culture. He's a part of a World Series champion. He's 33 years old. What would he bring in return if the Royals would d- decide to deal him? And do you think there's a possibility that could happen? Well, I, 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 I have to say I do think there's a possibility, despite the fact the Royals kind of used some carefully parsed terms the other day to say that they're, they're not – I think they, I, I wish I could quote it verbatim, but I, I was struck by how the words give them a little bit of, get a little bit of room in case they do trade them. I mean, they, they're not looking to trade Salvi was one of the terms, things like that. I think what we can read between the lines is that if they get an overwhelming offer for him, um, and if Salvi indeed is on board with it, that that probably could happen. Um, the question is, do you get an overwhelming offer for him? Um, that makes it, you know, offsets the damage of losing him, not just on the field, but he's really one of the few things people can hang on to right now as a a reason to love the Royals. I mean, there's a lot of guys that could be something, but, you know, there's there's nobody with the star power of Salvi and the history of Salvi here. So I guess the question, part of the question is also, how much longer do we think Salvi's going to be in his prime? Um it, do, should we expect that in two years if the Royals can make a turn? I think it's a little much to suppose they can make a real turn next year. Uh, let's just say for argument's sake, two years is the earliest. Um, what, what, what's, what's his game going to be then? Um, I'm amazed at how he's held up. But the guy's taken a beating <laughs> over the years. And, you know, I don't know if at some point there's just a precipitous drop to come, but I, I suppose that's a, a likelihood. Vahe Gregorian, our guest, before we let you go, we got to ask you about the Chiefs and, of course, coming off uh, their second Super Bowl win with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, a, a loaded AFC, it looks like, again, the Bengals with Joe Burrow. Uh, the, the Bills are certainly going to be right there. There's other teams, Aaron Rodgers in New York. How much of a favorite, in your mind, 
are the Chiefs still in the AFC? Well, let's put it this way. They've had momentous changes a couple years uh, during during this run that has produced, you know, three of the last four Super Bowls and five straight AFC championship game appearances. Frankly, I think there's every reason to think that they're they're a step better than they were last year just because of things like the experience and the defensive backfield that they're going to have. Um, I guess some people are worried about their receiving core. I'm not. I think I think they've got some guys ready to take a step. Um, and I think – so I, I think the offense is going to be great again. I think the defense will be better. Um, at some point, you do wonder when people just just are able to start start finding a way to – you know, turn the Rubik's cube on them. But the thing is, they are always reinventing themselves. So I guess I'm going to say what I've been saying the last couple of years. They're, they're the champs. They're the team to beat until somebody shows that they're not. And I, I don't see any reason to, to scoff at their chances of getting back to the Super Bowl and winning it at all. Bahe, we always enjoy it. Thanks for taking some time to talk with us, and we'll get you on again soon, hopefully. For sure. Glad to be with you, and have a great weekend. Hope you find the the right songs here in the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> well, and i got to figure out a way to get paid, or I may never be back on the show. So we'll figure it I out, guess I that's guess, more, right? Yeah, I guess that's more important. Get a GoFundMe going, if you know how to do that. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> All right. See you See later. You Bye. Bye. Uh, Vahe Gregorian from the Kansas City Star. We'll take a break. Hour number two coming up. Uh Part of our number two, we're going to have a golfer from the Wichita Open on with us. And I had his name a minute ago, but of course. Gosh dang it. Uh, but of course. How'd right? you lose that? Uh, Matt Atkins, who is nine under uh, as we speak. He's That'll done, play, as they say. Done for the day. Round number two, he's at nine under. Uh, so we'll talk with Matt Atkins coming up at 325. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show, back in a moment. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.